Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's GoodLifeBabe.com. Jeff and Jules tell us from New Orleans, episode 132. Hey, Gates, you are a savior. We yell in black These guys are from Atlanta. Kate Gates is not from Atlanta, but he came on the pod one night. He changed his name. Oh, my mic is clicking in and out. Oh, yeah? Check, check, check. Yeah, like I can hear. Oh, it might just my headphones. Can yeah, you, if, it's if, probably just a headphone. If you can hear it, it's cool. It's just my Hey, folks, mic. we're back. It's a good okay. life, Jeff and Joel Stales from New Orleans. We got, that's Derek Spoker, Freeman from uh, Soul Brass Band. Who's, uh, who's with us today on the show again because we're going to have our Saints preview. Uh, we're trying to do this every year and periodically through the Saints season. Uh, uh, Derek's longtime Saints season ticket holder and big fan of, of our team. I have to say, uh, this year I'm more excited about the New Orleans Saints than I've been in a long time. I feel like last year I was talking them up in a way that definitely... Uh, there were some question marks about certain team groups and, 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 and whether or not they were going to perform because there were a lot of question well, marks, even year, though I was enthusiastic about last it. Last year was manufactured hype. This year, I feel like it's hard for me right now analytic, analytically to find real weaknesses on this team. Well, last year we hadn't seen Lattimore play it down. We That's hadn't right. seen We hadn't seen Williams yeah. play it down. Alvin Kamara. We hadn't seen Kamara play it down. That's right. So, yeah. I mean, the, the, those guys are only the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. And Williams, even though he's made famous by the miracle play where he where he duckied. He was on the wrong he had, end he of had that. He a yeah. fantastic year. He's a pro. Or so, like, let's not get it twisted. So there's no way we can see that. But yeah, now, yeah. this year, well, because we never had depth, especially on in defense. That's We're right. Always, like, one deep in every right. position. Maybe even yeah. not even, like... Not even that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's like, it's like now we have like, like four legit pass rushers, like great interior defensive linemen, like yeah. real linebackers where you know their names. They're like they actually that's right. tackle every single linebacker our, on our, our squad this year, all the way through the depth chart. Yeah. Played on the team last year. Exactly. That's right. And yeah. our secondary might Lights be out. might be one of the best. One of the like one this defense is like might be one like Baltimore. Yeah, like 2000 Baltimore, 86 Chicago, like right. 2011 Seahawks. Like that's 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 in play. That's where we at right now. That's for sure. Like the defense is on paper. Yeah, it's on, 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 on his level. That's but, right. But yeah, also what, right. what we've seen from these guys. I mean, how many guys are we depending on their potential to get there? I mean, um, outside of the rookie. Uh, I mean, most of these guys are, we've seen. Are right, like you said, like our like right Jeff side pass rusher. Right. There's only you know? one out of 22. Who's the rookie? Who's the rookie? There's only one yeah, out of 22 yeah. that's yeah. a new. Davenport. Yeah. There's only 21 out of 22 is a returning That's right. Star. Exactly. And our team and, is and deep that, as hell. And, like, and, and we did, like the draft. And like, that's why, first of all, shout out to Mickey Lomas. Because first of all, the moves he pulled this year. Marcus Davenport. Brilliant move. Because I mean, because yeah, okay. So you lose a first and third round of next year. But what if it doesn't? Bruh, this dude is going to be in the league 12 years, right? At Down least, right? Yeah. Yep. And probably five or six of them years are going to be Pro Bowl years, huh? And it, yep. I think, I think and that you got, And you got Cam Jordan in his prime? That's right. On the other side? I know. And Cam Jordan's never had a guy on the other side. Never. Never. I mean, that's Except for knucklehead. Junior Gillette. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah but, yeah. you know. Yeah. For, for like one and a half. That's yeah, right. yeah. But that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I think with Loomis, man, I think this might be 
obviously that, that oh six tra- trading up totally, but trading up yes. for yeah. uh, Davenport and then getting Teddy Bridgewater, which we'll talk about, clearly Bridgewater means moves. we're trying to win now because, and I think two things: you got Drew Brees in the last couple of years, but when you have an all-time historic draft, which we did last year, you got all these guys on rookie contracts. That are all pro guys. You better just go out and try and. You got to just like Seattle did. That's how they right now. And look, Teddy Bridgewater. Say, bro. Let's say Drew finished these two years out, right? Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater gonna be thirty years old, bro. That's right. If Drew retires, you telling me Teddy's only twenty five. Twenty. I'm saying he's gonna be twenty eight years old, right? That's right. If Drew retires, right? So you telling me? Yeah. You get a twenty eight year old Teddy Bridgewater. With a fucking Kangar Mike, a Kamara. That's right. Uh, uh, and, uh, Ingram. And who's 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 and that defense that's going to be? Who's also has they're the benefit of like right. of quote unquote tutoring under you know the, you know, the greatest the, pocket quarterback of all time. The arguably. shit that Teddy's about to learn. Yep. In this is, season is just sick. Between, yeah. Between yeah. Drew and, and, and if God forbid Drew goes down for two or three games, even five games. That's right. That's I right. got. All kind of fight me too. Faith in Teddy Bridgewater, especially with that line. I was so and then weapons. With that, what? I mean, that's and again, I think that just goes back to you have this all-time historic draft. Suddenly, it's it's just time to go on. And it's also, just, think about it. it like is. even now, I, even when Drew started, think about the packages. Think about a package, a goal line package. Right. Bridgewater, Camara, Mike Thomas, who Boston, who? Yeah, think right. about that. Like some type of spread formation. Uh, 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 Wildcat, whatever the fuck you, the two point conversion type situation. Yes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, how are you gonna stop them from scoring in that situation? No, you're not. If you put Teddy in there, who can that, run also? That's right. See what I'm saying? Yep. You save Drew from taking a little goal online hits. That's right. Yeah, you want to. You, you also got Taysom Hill, that's a, that's but it's a, not a, even him. I mean, you could have Taysom Hill in there too. Anybody, like, I'm saying that we have. I know. It's sick. But you make it a good is, point. One yeah. thing for the first time for the, in these little goal line situations, we're not gonna have Drew to doesn't have to be Drew. Yeah, Drew could actually chill out because Drew does that a lot. For a, a, an elite quarterback, he does that more than most elite quarterbacks. Sneak in and get, yeah. yeah, he doesn't need to be down there. No, look, look, he's forty years old. Like put Teddy, put Taysom right. in there, let him go. Fucking no, that's a great point. Yeah, no, he's, a, he's making seven hundred G's a year. We don't care. We'll break his whole body up. This three, costs us three, nothing. Three little things, two of which not that many people have been paying attention to. One is that they moved that guy from wide receiver to tight end, six foot six. Uh, what, yeah. What's his, you know what I'm talking about? He's gonna be our third tight end. Oh yeah, right. Dude's a beast. He's huge. Dan right? Arnold. Dan, oh, yeah, Dan yeah, yeah, Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Now here's another thing. It's not the Roseanne. We're keeping. Husband? We're keeping two full. <laughs> we're keeping two fullbacks. Right? right. Why would with all this stuff that we have packages? We, dog. It's well, why, packages. But, because both I know those, it is. And also both those fullbacks, they're they're both great special teams. But, but here's my point. So, yeah, but here's my point. To your point, what they're doing is lightening the load on Breeze. All across the board, when you look across at the tactical the moves we got that they're doing, that's what they're doing. Yeah, you know, it's all about stacking the offense. It's just like ridiculously Especially, like stacked. I said for a two point conversion or maybe it's some type of like fourth and goal. Like why even put? You don't even need a quarterback out there. That's right. I know. Put Camaro behind don't. center. I know. With, 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 like, let, like, let, it, let it play out. Like you could figure have, it out. Figure, like you said, out who's going to get the ball? The wildcat thing. Like yeah. to your point. We could have successful wildcat formations with the talent that we have. We, right yes, now. Yeah. like real, actual. Yeah, yeah, like, like where you're not sitting around wondering. You have no idea who's going to get not, the ball. Not Miami Dolphins type. No, that's but no, wildcat. No, you no, know, right. like New Orleans Saints style wildcat that actually works. You know, 15 yards out from the end zone. You know, Taysom Hill comes in. The defense has no idea what the hell is going on. 
right? Just Take no, it. just no double reverses with the backup tight end. Remember that? Well, that's no, what we I was don't need say. that. I was reading really my mind. I was, right. sit, I was sitting here thinking, <laughs> Sean Payton used to be cute. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. That's what that play is. What you're talking about? This is being smart with formation. Because you can actually because being cute is actually being smart in this situation. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's got the personnel to be cute. You got four people. If you got four people. In the backfield, that can all carry the ball, run the ball, some throw the ball, catch the ball. Yeah, there's no some there's a linebacker can't guard. Yeah, what are you supposed like, to do? Somebody's gonna be wide open. Yeah, and then whatever, just send Mike to the back, just send MT to the back pylon. So just in case of Kamara panics, just throw it. And then they're gonna throw the ball to a fullback that just got signed that week. Yeah, which always happens. And no, and nobody's gonna know it who it is. Happens with like Sean the defense Dave. is gonna be like, who the fuck? Right. You can't. Hey, how can you plan? When everybody yeah. on the offense can make plays, look. It's like I was Carney. It's like when Carney. We was we got a joke at six four five, but any 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 of the fullbacks because the number changes. But we're like, oh yeah, right. we were always like, Mike Carney. Where I was like, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no. You ain't got no plan for four four. That's right. You ain't playing for four four. That's right. Four four is just there. Like he's like, no, nobody's planning for the four. Like you yeah, right. just don't. Right. Nobody has a plan for that. And, our, and, right. and right. a four four scores about eight touchdowns. Right. Not a single guy, but an a four four scores about eight touchdowns a year. For no, sure. they don't have a plan. They don't have a plan for this backup fullback that we have. They don't have a plan for any kind of whatever role they figure out for Taysom two Hill. Two backup running. They backs. don't have a plan for two whatever backup, role. Two backup running quarterbacks. Running quarterbacks. Yeah. They don't have a. Ro- they don't have a. Ba- they don't have a plan for whatever look they might get out of Teddy Bridgewater. Like if suddenly Breeze is out of the game for like two downs, and then nobody knows why. And they don't have any look for a six foot six, two hundred and twenty pound dude named Dan Arnold. Nothing. Right. Yeah. For those guys, man. And and you know with Sean Payton that every person so on the points, squad dude. is going to get a chance to catch the We're ball. We're going to score man. so many points in the red zone this year. I mean, just based on the personnel, there's no way. Like I said, you can't you can't account for all these people. I was telling <laughs> I was telling Joel this too. We we talked about this a while back that quietly last year, I think the Saints had the worst obviously Michael Thomas is an exception, the worst wide receiver core that we've had in the Sean Payton era. And Sneed, the worst tight end core. Sneed didn't that we've catch had. a pass in like six games. Sneed got right. benched because right. of whatever was, was going he was in the doghouse or whatever. Yeah. And then we had Brandon Coleman. I mean I mean, yeah, yeah. Um um Lewis was like our third receiver. Tom, Tommy yeah. Lee Lewis was like our third. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, is crazy bad. when you think about it. So, bad. so everybody oh, the was talking about the receiver we got is killing too. I know, I yeah. know. Bruh. Quietly, quietly out of nowhere. There, and the guy he, we got from Chicago just Starting to show this is team. how people are going to game plan for the Saints. I swear to God, because this is what they do. Because you watch that uh, the Cleveland Browns thing. What is it called? The HBO show Hard Knocks, Hard right? Knocks, yeah. So you watch that show and you see people, and they're like, they look at familiar faces, and and, they, and they're like, okay, we got a guard for Michael Thomas, right? We got a guard for uh, Alvin Kamara. Oh, and Ben Watson's back in the picture. Blah blah blah. That's as far as it's going to go. Right. They're going to look at these familiar players, and they'll be like, everybody, be ready for that. And the Saints are just going to throw this insane level of combinations at these defenses that are they are not going to be ready for. Yeah. And because we're not a media darling right now. Philly's the media darling. Yeah. Dallas is again I the love media that, darling. Me and I love that. I love when we're that, though. It's same yeah. here because that means... The Vikings means are also because, up there. Because the media darling thing actually feeds into the way that the coaches look. They try to say that it doesn't, but they look. They see that and they're like, we better pay attention we are, to no, that. We had our, that's why we had our setback. Oh, we won man. eight in a row last year. We became the media darlings, then we got our asses whooped, right? Yeah. In that ninth game against um who whooped us? Uh God, I don't remember. The Rams? The Rams. The Rams yeah. whooped yeah. the shit out of us. 
On the road. Well, on the road. Kool-Aid. Right. Right. So that was saying? crazy because also, that but was, it was at also the per- end of a road But it was also run. perfect because it, it, it brought them back right. down to earth. That's we had right. won eight in a row. Yeah. Went out there LA and got our asses whooped, spanked. You see what I'm saying? By a rookie fucking head coach and Jared Goff, who we thought he got Jeff Fisherized, so we didn't know. We thought he was shitty. That, that's was right. Bad. Yeah. He, yeah, he should have got. Okay. He got Jeff Fisher. He yeah. should have been Fisherized. Yeah, yeah. Fisherized. Fisher. Fisher will, if you a quarterback and Jeff Fisher, yeah, seven and nine. Seven and nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Every year. What a fucking jackass. Well, I think that the uh, and, then, and Nick Foles, another Jeff Fisher quarterback, won the freaking Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Times maybe getting dark here and uh, in the world. You know, I, I see like the Rams as the one team, I, and I see these teams as being built very similarly. You know, I, I really do. Like, I think they're exactly I think they like are, us, actually. Yeah. But except that they don't, they have, don't have a quarterback that can put right. up 5,000 yards on a season. That's they right. also don't have a Mike Thomas. I see this this offense being very similar, if not even they don't have better a, you know what? They don't than have a 2011. Either. They don't have a Camaro either because Gurley's more like a uh, Mark Ingram. I, right. No, I, I agree. They don't yeah, have exactly. a Camaro. They don't have or that. a Mike Thomas or a Drew Brees. No, they don't. Look, can we talk about this dude, Scott? That we got? Scott, that's what you just saying. This guy is just out of nowhere is is you know kind of Darren Sproles with more beef. Uh, he can run the ball back on. He, I mean, he, he it's going to be it's kickoffs. Gonna, it's going to be a strange can, year for Boston Scott because he's going to be on the squad for the first four games and then he's going to get cut. When 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 when, when you think he's on the bubble? More when Ingram comes back, be, when Ingram comes back, they'll put him on the practice squad. They ain't, they ain't gonna let him go, but he's not gonna be. No, not, no, I know. The I know. depth chart won't right, allow right, him to right. be there. So they're gonna have to. Well, I thought maybe I, they, I thought they him. might. I think they're gonna keep him for special teams. I think they're gonna add another. And I um, think they're gonna rotate out Tommy Lee Lewis or somebody like well, that. Well, you have to. Have Somebody's gonna. Somebody is going to the practice squad. Yeah, it might be yeah, Tommy yeah, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Tommy when Lewis. anyone comes yeah. back, somebody, one of them is going yeah, to the practice yeah, squad. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Because they're, well, they're gonna yeah. add another running back between now and Sunday um, because they can't go into the game on Sunday with. Well, two we still got. We still have Wolverine. We got Wolverine. Or did they go? He's gone. We only have. He's gone. We only have two running backs right now. Yeah. Well, Boston Scott is gonna be the third running back. But I'm saying right this week we're going to have to add a third running back just for the next four games. We haven't. We only have two on the roster right now. Yeah, that's just Sean Payton. Somebody they're about to they're, yeah. they're signing somebody right now. They are. No, yeah, they yeah. are. They work yeah, somebody yeah. out this morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, so yeah. what I'm saying is yeah. that person's going to go to the practice squad, not Boston Scott. So right, right, right. You're right. Okay, yeah. You know you're right. Okay, I can see right, that. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but getting back, like to this, they, like the uh, uh, um, who was it last year? The, uh, I don't know who they rotate. Uh, was it Hightower? No. Yes, exactly. Hightower. Tim Hightower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll do a lot of that. Probably Tom yeah. Brady Lewis will right, be right, one right. of those guys. Well, we've talked about this, yeah. man, that the Saints have two layers deep of right. of this rotational player thing that they do. It's not just the practice squad. It's also, Joel and I surmise that there's some kind of fund out there in the world because there's these they players just, have a stay who in live town. in New Orleans and stay in town and train just waiting for the call. with these people, waiting yeah. for the call to get on the practice squad. Practice yeah, squad right. as people get rotated in. So we got the practice squad, and then we got the stay in town squad. We got the stay Sean, in town Sean squad. Payton, oh, yeah, right. We got Sean the right. Payton, yeah. Sean Payton owns some eight plex somewhere. No, that's <laughs> yeah, what right, it is. Right. They're living like, there. He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you guys pretty, pretty yeah. cheap out on right. the line. Right. right, exactly. That's right. You guys yeah, stay right. here. And then we'll, they, y'all, yeah. y'all can use the facilities. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. It's fine. And no, and they just have an ex player that like trains them. You know, that's like, right. Like, Deuce really, just goes to check. Yeah, on Yeah, Deuce goes and checks on them. Zach Street shows up. You know, yeah, right, exactly. No, I mean. I mean, I mean, Deuce is still on the payroll. Street's still on the payroll. Mike McKenzie's still on the Saints' payroll. 
there you go. That's what I no, mean. No, but because they that's what I mean. Because they that's what invest they in that and keeping that's the right. yeah, yeah. That's that's totally part. That, no, that's Jabari Greer's Jabari Greer's still on the payroll. Well, that's yeah. what you're talking about. Like that's yeah. what they that's what yeah. the culture going on like. There. Uh, right. You were comparing uh, the Saints to like San Antonio Spurs or whatever in terms that's of what it is. team yeah. culture yeah. and organization, yeah. team yeah. building, yeah. personnel right. scouting, all that shit, man. It's that's just right. an iron tight uh, organization. If you guys had it, speaking of like just how good this team is, I was wondering this earlier for myself, and I can't come up with anything. What's our best positional group? I think it's and how difficult it is to might answer be is indicative of how good we are. It might be quarterback, linebacker for sure. I would say running back, secondary. Well, I mean, I'd when say secondary, 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 is ridiculous. Secondary. 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 I'm inclined to say secondary. The, the secondary I can't even ridiculous. believe that. The secondary, yeah. Which is after all, been, yeah. there has been That's no right. time yeah. in my life ever. Yes, in my <laughs> life ever. In the entire time, in my my conscious memory, no Jabari Grizz is literally being, the best cornerback in Saints history. That's Jesus right. Christ! And I mean Jabari is a great no no, yeah. but, still, but I mean but still yeah, right. it's crazy when right. you think about it. right. There, no, there's never been not a, safety. We had some great we had, we had some great safeties. We had right. some great yeah. Hall of Fame right. safeties. All yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about cornerback. Jabari Grizz is literally the best cornerback we've ever but I'd, had. I'd, I mean, you, crazy can, you can make you a case for secondary quarterbacks, linebackers, defensive line. I wouldn't put right in there yet, but who knows. I don't know, bro. I don't know. No, Bruh. no, no. You had some really great defensive linemen your, throughout the year. No, no Jacksonville. No, Jackson, I mean, this, no, this position. Group. Jacksonville has like a nine-man rotation. Can, can. No, yeah. Jacksonville has like a nine-man rotation on our defensive line. Right. Like they have like we. Yeah, we don't have that many. We don't have yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, but it's but the the cats we have on the line are. What I'm saying is we just don't phenomenal. have a weak. We don't really have a weak positional group. The receivers. But but and even then you got to cut Mike Thomas. Yeah, I'm saying, but that's right. They're unproven. There's outside no veterans. Of, yeah, yeah, Thomas. that's the problem. The only thing is that they're unproven right yeah. now. Yeah, right. So, you, know, so you might be able to say that's our worst. But I but I, but I can see us. I feel pretty good. But about I can see that. a sign of veteran today, right now. Like I can see yeah. like a not a Larry Fitzgerald, but that type. I can see like a. Let me think who's like I can see like a, Eric Decker or somebody like that sure. just signing them for. For to be a slot receiver, just to yeah, be right, and just yeah. to keep it right, somebody right. who's got a lot but of. If receivers are our worst positional group, that's is making our point. With the the, Saints, we're, we're the maybe Saints the best quarterback of all time. Saints doesn't really matter. Yeah, but just think about because, like, because 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 how shitty of Tom Brady's receiver groups. Been that's open. what I'm saying. Yeah, like he's had like literally like like second to last ranked receiving group and like won Super Bowls with that shit. Yeah, you know, no, what I'm you so know how like, happy Ted Ginn Jr. is to be on the squad. Yeah, and no, he wouldn't be in the lucky, league first if he of all, wasn't yeah, on it. Yeah, you know, not, I mean not, he wouldn't be. I'm not bagging on our receiving group. I'm saying making a point that if that's your worst positional group, you doing real good. We're doing good. Fucking good. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a quarterback like Breeze. Yeah. yeah, no. We and, can, and I, that positional group is better than every, you know, maybe half the league's receiver cores. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and more than half of your um, receptions go to running backs and tight ends. That's right. So, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and Kamara was the leading receiver on the team last year. So, and we, have, and we have a superstar right. wide receiver anyway. Well, exactly. You know, yeah, one we of might the have the best receiver in the league. In the league. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like this team, this team, I've never seen a Saints team that I felt, even the 2011 squad. Where I was like, I was certain we were going to roll into the Super Bowl that year because that, that offense squad was just—it was, was just un. I've never seen anything like it. So good, yeah. Even even the greatest show on turf wasn't that. You right. know, it was so much more sophisticated. It was there was so much more energy and talent behind that offense, and our defense in that year in 2011 was nowhere near the potential of this defense right no, now. No, they were like. Nowhere bottom, near. They were bottom third. Yeah, bottom That's third. Right. Yeah, they weren't yeah. even like, like nowhere near. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if this group even gets in the top ten, like the Saints are just like 
they're, they're oh, no, in no, the no, position. No, 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 no. I think our defense is going to be top five. Top That's five. It's going to be top five. If year. we're top five, man, Just we're going to be top, top. We're going to be top we are, five. This we year. are going to be the hardest team in the NFL. Barring injuries and all, you know, but I'm just telling you. Like, yeah, we're going to be the hardest team in the NFL to beat if that happens. Just period. Yeah, because I mean, we're going to have a top five offense again for sure. I mean, we haven't been outside of the top always, five yeah. the, the entire, entire era. era. The entire era, Sean Payton era, the Saints have always had this constant. Any team that they can hold to 17 points, it's like 89% right. chance that the Saints win the game. That's right. You know, If you have a defense that's only allowing 17 to 20 points, the Saints are going to explode in dominance. It's just going to be crazy. Yeah, you we know. might have a defense that holds teams to like ten. Yeah, like if you have a defense that holds, I'm, I'm, right? Exactly. I, you could see games I, where it's like forty-four that, to ten. The, 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 you know, the, the awesome part about it is, is like this can be hard to score with us, regardless. Like even if we had the worst defense, like it's be damn near impossible to score with us. It's like the tempo and the pace. Right. But I'm saying, but having and that's that's why we're all saying what we're saying. Like, and and it's yeah. it's weird to say it, but like we haven't played a game yet. But it's like. I mean, we're all Saints fans, and I feel like we're all real Saints fans too. We're not like these like we could like la- like last year. I was like, mm. right, yeah, like I right. wanted to believe, but right. I was like, eh. you know what I'm saying? And this yeah. year, I'm like, damn, I really believe. But that gives me cause to pause too. I'm like, wait, I don't want to fucking jinx myself, but I'm like, I, but I'm like, I but I can't yeah, help it. I'm like, right. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, just objectively speaking, you, I'm like these motherfuckers are killing. Like there's like no, we yeah, have objectively like, so speaking, much depth you gotta... on the team, and then, which we've never had, and we depth. have a, and we have a very favorable schedule. I'm not ready to move off the team yet, but man, if you guys want to talk about the schedule, it's favorable. It's a yeah. favorable schedule. There's a there's a lot of cards that are that are aligning so far. Yeah. I mean, obviously, want to be. I mean, we get to start with Cleveland. <laughs> I want to be cautiously yeah, optimistic. Yeah, Tampa you know, and Cleveland, a bit, but but we yeah, I'm that, just saying, but that's like we, we drew the AFC North and we drew the AFC, uh, NFC East, which either of those divisions could have caused us to have cold cold weather games. We don't have one cold weather game the whole season. And that's a really good point, man. That's huge. Because that is that is one of the same. Which is good, which will help things. us get home field advantage. That's right. We'll, we'll, that's right. So well, we, that's what I told Joel when we got Bridgewater. I mean, if I, we I thought win, that's first of all, what if we win the about. Super Bowl in Atlanta. Well, the gods must want that to happen. I can't even Come imagine. On. Like that would be the great. I mean, yeah. as great as as. As great as 2009 was, we all, I mean, it was, please, like, we can all die now because of that, right? But, like, right. if we fucking go to Super Bowl in Atlanta, <laughs> I would do, like, I would be so torn because I'm like, do you go to Atlanta or do you stay home? Like, it's one of those things that's like, the party in New Orleans is going to be ridiculous, obviously. No, it's going to, yeah, yeah. But, like, to be in Atlanta and, like, to be there to, and look at people that live there and to be able to be, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you, what, what you I don't man. Know. If you could be there for the game and get like <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. The last flight out, though, <laughs> right, right. If they had if one of the airlines had like an eleven o'clock, flight. right. <laughs> and uh, they come right back. Like, exactly. I, exactly. I go right back for the celebration. I can't stay here all night. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know, but the way they, it's setting up, I'm like, if we fucking win the Super Bowl, look, look. Like, and and I'll just say after the way they lost the Super Bowl last I, year. From two years ago? God damn. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I I feel like this, that uh, you're seeing the very beginning of the the Gail Benson era, right, with her in charge, because I watch a little bit of, like, stuff that she does in terms of her commitment to 
keeping the team in town and being a philanthropist within the com- mo- most of it happens through Catholic institutions. Yeah. So like she just gave one and a half million dollars to Xavier University and like perfect like that that says something to me right. Yeah. So when you look, it all comes down because from like, ownership because that's in, an investment in she's gonna want to see fulfilled. That's, right. that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. She's not gonna, if she's not gonna right. give a million and a half dollars to a university and then leave town. To, to leave town. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Like she wants, she wants to name a building after her. Basically, that. So she's gonna see that through. Ex- exactly. Right. So, yeah. so, so within the greater context of sports, you have to look at this the totality of all the things, all the pieces, and how they fit together. And when you have a when you have an owner, see, like Benson, he didn't do that before he met her. When he wanted to move the team to San Antonio, he never did any of that philanthropic stuff. No. It was only after he met her. And that's what pissed off all the kids because they wanted to move the team to Texas. She won that battle. He died. Now it's her team. You know, And so you see this commitment. Yeah. And suddenly, well, also, you can't bang the coach if you want to. <laughs> yeah, no. Right, right. Also, right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean. but look, but look, the, the other thing I was going to say about that is that, is that you, with that, it means that it carries through this decision-making process that you see now. So suddenly, Loomis is making these decisions. It's very obvious to me. The Bridgewater decision, the double fullback, the three deep on the I mean, tight I, ends, I moving the guy over to that. I love relieving it. I, I Drew love Brees. It so much. What dude. is it about? It's about getting Brees another Super Bowl, That's and that it. means that Gail Benson is totally committed to that idea and letting him ride off in the sunset as New Orleans' greatest sports hero of all time. You think Gail and has anything to do with day to day and anything she just said? It's attitude, and uh-huh. it's and it's and it, yes. But I thought yeah, she's got, so, a, mission, thought when, she's when, got when, a mission statement. When, she wants to, you know, she's got a right. that, That's day. my point. Yeah, yeah. That's when my ben, point. But when, right. Mr. Yeah. Ben, when Mr. Benson died, I mean, it was. It's, I understand it was all clear. This is basically Loomis's team, like, and I think Loomis at some point is supposed to have a pretty big ownership stake in it. He does. And he does. So it's supposed to eventually. Like, but they, but but the reason why he never got fired is because he was been on the same page. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they would have got rid of him in the, in those seven and nine years. Yeah, yeah. If, totally. if it was about production, like the reason why he's there is because he's on the same page with Gail, obviously. Oh yeah, I'm, totally. I'm just, so that's I'm so, just so, so, that. so it doesn't matter who's. In control, it's her her agenda, her mission. That's right. That's is, right. Is, is what's being yeah, executed. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I think that, her agenda is is that the Saints are staying in New Orleans. I don't think she has much of an agenda in football. Bro, no, 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 no. Let but me but tell but you something. No, but, I'll but, take but, that. Yeah, yeah, full, that. No, no, I know. But there's yeah. two fullback, two tight end, and all this stuff. No, that's saying. all Loomis. I don't no, think yeah, Gail has anything no, no, to do. No, no, of course, that's all Loomis. I, I see what you're saying. It's the It's a trickle down. It's a trickle down. It comes from that. Yeah, Loomis was all. I agree with both of y'all. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. There's a, there's right. a middle road. Right, right. Where, I I bet, team, those yeah. teams are not going anywhere yeah, with her that, in bet, charge, man. I bet it's just not happening. made them sign a contract when they came in and paid for the renovations of the Dome. It's like a no relocation clause or something. Like well, I don't know. No, I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, like the women, like, permission. what's the, the lady, Georgia Franchieri, oh, that used to own the Rams, right? No, that contract no, no. happened during Bobby Jindal, man, so the no chick, way. The Georgia Franchieri, right, that used to own the Rams, right? Yes. Yeah, she she, she, she got a bad she, rap. But she fought to keep him there. That's and she right. did. Yeah. In St. Louis, the market was like, eh. And then right. she died. Yeah. Rams are out of there. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, so what his, yeah, his but point I know, is. I know the story about that. But I'm saying, but his point that, does have a little validity. It's yeah, like yeah, if, right. If, yeah, no. if Gail, if she's. No, totally. Yeah. Like if she no, was, no. Like if she was in you're, San Diego right now. You'd no, like, you're right. exactly correct. Right. You're exactly correct. Because here's the thing. What happened in that case it's great that you brought that up. What happened in the case was this, was that she was the wife 
She inherited the team. Right. She moved them to St. Louis, and she's like, this is where the team's going to stay. Right. They had more success than they ever had in the history of that they, organization. They won a fucking Super Bowl. Ever. They won the Super yeah. Bowl when she was there. She got dogged out by a male-dominated uh, media industry and the NFL for being one of the worst owners of all and time. And they ran the team, she, and, and the team and, got ran out of zone. And But what happened was this. the Her husband's, one of her husband's kids or nephews was still a trustee when they moved to St. Louis. And when she died, he wormed his way back through the system right. and became the top guy there in charge. Go. And that's how it moved back to L.A. See? That's what happened, man. That's why Benson cut ties with all them bitches. I know. Because he Cause knew he what saw was that. It. He saw exactly. it. Exactly. And he's like, he's like that. Now, we don't know all the backroom details right. about how the trust, you know, like what happens if Gail dies. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. But what's going to happen, which is what happens with most of these trusts, is this, is that Gail will most likely... We know Rita ain't getting it. That's the one thing we know is not I know. Happening. That's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Exactly. Rita definitely ain't getting it. No, no, no. She's, she's out completely. Uh, but what's, what is going to happen is that she's going to figure out who her inheritors are going to be, and she's going to work that out over the next couple of years. Because like once the main person is gone, everything changes. Yeah. You know? Even even though they say this is the way that it's going to be, once somebody else is in charge, they make new deals. They, you know, and the and the life of that person fades off in terms of their influence. Absolutely. So she's going to wind up being in charge completely. Um, I don't know if any of the kids have any kind of connection to the team at all. At I feel anymore. like they've all been bought out. I think they I, have. I, been. I, think been, yeah. I think they've been bought yeah. out. Yeah, and it's completely her team. So yeah. um, that's. That's great for the Saints in the immediate future because, I, I, to me, it feels like this team suddenly has a total commitment to the idea of Drew Brees going out with another Super Bowl before he retires. Oh, yeah, totally. You know? and, and even now, that, with the Teddy Bridgewater acquisition, looking at it and saying, to me, that's the move, of the, off, that's the move of the offseason. Yeah, we can transition my, to another team and, and keep going. Just be seamless, yeah. And, yeah, right. I'm just, exactly. saying, you, I'm just saying you get Teddy Bridgewater in his prime with a Mike Thomas and an Alvin Kamara also in their prime? Have you heard what people were saying? I'm about just saying, like I'm was, just saying, that they're dude. Like he was putting the ball in the breadbasket in New York. Right now he's Steve to, Young. Right now he's Steve Young two years before he started for the 49ers. That's who Teddy Bridgewater is right that's now. Right. That's you're right. He's fucking that's right. Steve Young. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. uh, Hall of borderline Hall of Fame quarterback, borderline Pro Bowl quarterback. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sitting behind a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yep. That's how you do that. And yeah. guess what? Because yeah. the, the, San, the 49ers didn't miss a fucking beat. That's right. They traded that, Joe Montana and went straight back to the Super Bowl. That's, that's a right. perfect comparison because Steve Young was mobile yep. and could yep. throw out of the pocket. Yep. Like crazy. Yep. Right. And for two years, he, he, he didn't play one down. Yeah. And, and he that, had to sit there and take it, yep. deal with it. Yep. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Same exactly. thing. Yep. And for Teddy, yep. he'll only have to uh, really go through one. I mean, it's two more seasons with Breeze, but... This first season, I mean, it's really only because he's training camp for the first half of the season anyway. That's right, right. And because he's still coming off that de- pretty devastating knee injury, nobody's expecting. No one's expecting. So this is still almost like a layoff year for him. So it's really only one year. Next year might be a legit battle. Not that they're ever going to give the job right. away from Dre- Breeze, but, but he, I bet he'd next be year, next year, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be ready. way ready. So it's only one year. And like Steve Young was ready, like chopping out the bit. That's what I'm saying. Same with Aaron Rodgers, like ready. Right. Right. And when he came so for, in, immediately. So for Teddy's yeah. mental attitude, he's only really missing one. And it's perfect. It's the perfect. I'm telling you. Yeah. To maintain, like I'm saying, like the Ford, they're a fucking 80s dynasty, right? Yep. They lose all that, 
and they still win a fucking Super Bowl in 1994. Yep. With a whole nother quarterback. Yeah. yeah you know I what know. I'm saying? I know. No, they won two, right, with Steve Young, right? No, just one. Just one? I thought they won two. I think they won two. Was it two? Right? I'll look no, it up. I think All it right, was four with Joe and one with Steve. Okay. But either way, the point is. Yeah. No, I This yeah. formula between yes. Aaron Rodgers, yes. Steve Young, this formula has, yes. has been proven. It proved. Yeah. It's been proven to work, dog. This That's shit right. works. If you got a Super Bowl caliber team with two yeah. quarterbacks. That's right. Fit Philly last year. That's what right. am I talking about? That's right. This shit just happened. Exactly. Nick Foles is the goddamn MVP of the Super Bowl. Yeah. and, and, and That shit just happened. Teddy yeah. coming in for two <laughs> games. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Teddy being, being available for two, three, four games this season. What? Could make the difference between 14 and two and 10 and six, which and makes did, all the difference in the world did, for that home field advantage. You know, it's, we've talked about this, uh, the ridiculousness of the NFL, that somehow there are teams that have two starting quarterbacks on and their Colin rosters. And Colin Kaepernick still has a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. Blake Bortles is still a starting quarterback. And, and you, have, exactly. you have these, like, ridiculous quarterbacks that are starting who can't even fucking play. It's like, like hardly, how you, think, you know? Like, how do you, like, you think Leonard Fournette feels about Teddy Bridgewater going to New Orleans? Leonard Fournette's like... Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. No I mean, can we we could have got Teddy. What are we doing? Exactly. What are we doing? Totally. I mean, so many teams are thinking that. So many fan bases are that thinking that. That dude can start right Sunday. You know? For know. like, like at least 10 teams. Totally. He's going to be on our bench all season. He ain't going to throw totally. a pass this season. Like, what, totally. Hopefully. Like, what, totally. were the, why, what, what were the Giants thinking not picking him up? You know? Like, there are so many teams. You so that's what I'm list. saying. Like, it was, you know? that's the move of the summer. That's what I'm that's trying right. to tell you. That's yeah. right. Yeah. What? That is like, bruh. We, we, Jeff Hostetler, and we get we Frank Reich. I mean, we want to go through it. Nick Foles, just, to, yeah. just yeah, think yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, sure. totally. Yeah, Rex Grossman, right? Rex Grossman, right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. Trent Dilfer, Trent Dilfer, <laughs> Brad Johnson. I mean, we, Brad, yeah, we, call, yeah. we, we call them you can game, just keep going. Them game man. Right, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. Not, so, and we like get and, and we get Teddy yeah. Bridgewater. That's right. In that role. Look, yeah. I'm sorry, Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> in his first Super Bowl. Same, yeah, didn't do horrible. Right. He, he was horrible. like three for ten. That's yeah, right. yeah <laughs> terrible. Yeah, but hello. So and and so we get we get fucking Teddy Bridgewater, a pro bowler in that role. Yeah, fucking All right. right. I know. I know. With this one. Yeah, I know. It's sick. Okay. I know. What? The next, we're set up for the next, so long as we resign him. The next three years, before we start moving off some of these rookie contracts, or now second year contracts. No, that's what I'm saying. This He's, little three year window, four years, before we have to start letting guys go, you know, and lose some of that depth. Um, all right, I want to ask y'all a question straight up. All right, okay. Is, is, who's the quarterback for Chicago Bears? It's a rookie, right? Nobody knows. Well, it's a rookie they drafted. Mitchell right. Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. It's so. I had to go. I had to go yeah. deep. I was like, who's, no, it's not Jay Cutler. It's a, who's the quarterback for the? It's uh, not Vince McMahon. <laughs> who's the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? Who? They don't even. Know. Oh no, it's uh, Tyree Tyree yeah. Taylor. Is it Tyra Taylor? Is it, is it's Tyra Taylor. And, well, I've been watching it, hard now. Is it Tyra Taylor or is it? <laughs> no, it's and then it's bat. Or is it Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield. Or is it Baker Mayfield? I don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows or cares. Basically. Okay, okay. Who's the quarterback for the Denver Broncos? That's that's hilarious because nobody knows the answer to that. Nobody knows. Nobody. The answer. No idea. Yeah. Nobody knows the answer. Nobody. So that's oh, three it's teams. It's the dude that was at Minnesota last year. That's three teams. Oh, Case, yeah, yeah. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Right. 
and then Minnesota, and then Minnesota picks up fucking Kirk Cousins. Wait, wait, who's the Miami Dolphins quarterback? Carousel of Tar. What is still going with Tannehill? What is Minnesota doing? First of all, like what do y'all? Who knows? They're like, we can win without a quarterback. I don't know what the fuck. Wait, what happened? They let go of Bradford? They get Kirk Cousins $80 million guaranteed. Kirk Cousins is their starting quarterback. He got $80 million, million dollars guaranteed. Kirk Cousins. And then Green Bay was like, fuck, now we got to pay Aaron for real. We got to pay Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <shit. laughs> <Three hundred. laughs> if, if that's where we're setting the bar, Jesus Christ. God dang, man. Wow. That's the, I, you know, it, the quarterback thing in the NFL never gets answered to me. <laughs> yeah. Every year. Every no, year, I'm about, like really, that, I'm about to really fuck you t- up, Teddy Bridgewater. No, I'm about to really fuck okay, you up. Okay, go ahead. Who's go the ahead. quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals? Who the fuck knows? They didn't. We didn't I have no idea. I didn't know who their quarterback was the last time they made the playoffs. Remember when they played at Carolina and they had some clown? Oh, but that was, he was, it was supposed to be Carson Palmer, but he got hurt. Whoever. Yeah. That was. But the point yeah. is, no, seriously, that guy like, could not walk. Like, I don't I have no, no idea. He was done. I have He's no so idea. Who the, I have no idea who the quarterback is. For Carson. I don't I'm either. Not, I'm not even joking. Like I really. Don't. I don't know I have, who, the, I don't who know. it is. I don't know. I don't know who it is. So that's five five teams right off the bat. <laughs> and Teddy Bridgewater comes to the Saints. Right. So what insane. is the deal with this that's league, insane. man? That's crazy. That's, insane. Like, there's no, that's just insane. There's no way we should have got that dude. Like, no. it's not, like You no can't say. way we should have got him. You can't People say. Value, teams dra- value draft picks too much. Yeah. Now, GMs do because GMs don't want to get fired. Right. And if you give away your draft picks, you give away hope for the future. So GMs who are self-serving if you're Arizona, you're gonna be like, no, I can sell this rebuild plan for but a while. But at some point, as but a if GM, I bring in Teddy now, but I'm gonna be valued. Right, but at I'm some point, as a GM, you gotta go all in, you know? which is what Mickey's. That's right. Yeah, but it's six and a half a dozen the other, right? If right. you don't bring him in, then you're guaranteed and you know, that and you, you're gonna and lose. I and value also, play, and, I, and I value players. Over also, picks, you know who goes in? Know what the player you know who goes in? You know who goes in all the time and doesn't give a fuck about the draft? The Patriots. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. They because you trade away draft picks like. Like but, it's fucking Eminem because they like, because they value the players right. they know exactly. as opposed to the players they don't know. Exactly, a draft yeah. pick is a big fucking question it's mark. We just cut question. three of them yesterday. No, I know. We just cut three draft picks. Three draft picks yesterday. Well, because because yeah. our team was too deep. It was, it was well, first of all, the Saints was, was the hardest exactly. the hardest nut to crack this year. That's right. This is the hardest team to make the squad because, like you said, we were. We returned fifty players. So I, like the, the whole squad is no, it's you know, insane. It's yeah, like insane. there's no like we let go of guys that we didn't want to let go. Right, like see, I, Kent Calamete, yeah. we didn't want to see him go. You know, I would set the over under on people who are in our training camp that got cut just this week. A lot of them are going to be on other teams. Other teams, I'd say a lot it's of twelve. I'd totally, over under players. No, Kikai is going to be on a team. Totally, Senior Calamete starting. He's a starting offensive lineman. Shane is definitely going to be on another team. Shane Vereen is going to be on another. All those three draft picks. All the three draft picks are going to wind up. Plus one of the draft picks from two years ago. Yeah, Sneed probably is on a team. Sneed's on Baltimore. Yeah, he's on Baltimore. Right. That's what happens to our slot receivers. They go to Baltimore. Right, yeah, almost every Pittsburgh. time they always go to the AFC North. No, no, it was uh, what's his name? The last one, Lance Moore went to Baltimore. No, nah, he went to man. Pittsburgh. Oh, he went to Pittsburgh. Same All thing. Right. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. but same, then they also go, they go to the AFC. <laughs> the, the, uh, that other dude right. went to uh, went to the to the Dolphins. Stallworth went to Baltimore. Who was it that went to the Dolphins? Stallworth. Stallworth to Baltimore. Stallworth, man. Oh my God. After, after he after he killed the dude, the slot receiver. No, he murdered he murdered a dude in Miami. Ran over the dude. Yeah. Oh, right. Exactly. And was still in the league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can I? Can I? But, just, but, but if you sell tennis shoes at North Carolina, you get suspended four games. But if you're Urban Meyer and you let your coaches beat their wives up, you only get three games. Also, yeah, and if you 
I'm just saying. What? Where was also? I gotta add another thing. Dante Stallworth also had this horrific like uh, hot air balloon accident. Mm. Do you remember this? Really. He said the weirdest. He had the weirdest life they, ever. They put don't ride dude, motorcycles in a contract. Right. They don't put right hot air balloons. In His hot air balloon ran into a, a high tension wire thing, and then they slid down the high tension wire, and he lived some kind of way. Look it up. I swear to Jesus God, man. Christ. He had the craziest like ever. He career. killed it, and he killed it. He killed the dude. Beach. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. That's quite uh, a resume, man. It is. A, it's a hell of a resume. Yeah. And never did anything, really. And one time, Buddy you know? Lee called him Dante Stallpipper, which was the, the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Well, look, uh, speaking of that, uh, in other news, we got Zach Streif in the booth now, yeah. which is cool. I think yeah. I think yeah. that's good. We got Streif. Wise cat. Yeah, 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 exactly right. So now we got, uh, I mean, the Saints are doubling down on ex-players going into the broadcast booth after their careers are done. You know, So now we got McAllister and we got Streif. And uh, I think that's a great move. Well, it also know, just shows you traditionally like how we, we the type of players we draft. We draft players that are well rounded, that are educated, that are right. not knuckleheads. They you know, so they when they I mean if they retire with the C Darren Sharper. <laughs> yes, C Darren Sharper. There's some glaring examples of failures on right. that. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like Mike McKenzie, successful businessman. He was good at McAllister, a successful businessman. All of that. You just mentioned Ricky uh, Jackson. We go, I mean, corner cornerback. Uh, the, the Jabari Greer. Jabari Greer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, look at uh, guess, Vilma. Guess, Vilma's guess cru- of all the ones. Vilma's crushing. He's like. Did Jabari ESPN? Greer come on your show yeah. on OZ and spin records? Was that your show? No. When he came, okay, right? Because Jabari Greer, he came on and he played jazz. No, that was um, that was um, whose show was that? That was um, I do remember that though. That was um, shit. I can't remember. It doesn't well, matter. Well, anyway, yeah, you know, it's her, right? The point is, is these guys are all, you know, yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. So we're like right. one in ninety nine with Darren Sharper being the one of like Saints ex personnel who stick around New Orleans being successful. Look, Russell Erksleben got thrown in jail for like bank fraud. Okay, okay. so that's the other one that I can think of. Two, you know. <laughs> it's not quite rape, but still, okay, fine, right? Bank exactly. fraud, right. whatever, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about that is when they interviewed Reggie Bush, and Reggie was like, "Hey man, I walked in the room. I saw what he was doing to the bitches. I just turned around and walked out." <laughs> oh, Jesus, oh, really? Yeah, like, 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 really? Oh, yeah, like man. they had to subpoena Reggie because they were like, uh, "Darren said you were there." Reggie was like, "Ah, uh, no, 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 no." <laughs> Reggie was like, "The elevator opened. I saw some shit, and I got that back in, and I got the fuck out." <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, so I, I think we covered the Saints we covered so it. far. I think we covered it. Do you guys want to make, yeah. make predictions? Week eight, we'll go back on week eight. Oh yeah, we want to we want to make predictions. I don't, man. I'm, I feel I'm I'm really hesitant for the same reason that you mentioned earlier that I don't want to jinx things by making predictions. I just don't. I think they're going to be good, but I don't I don't want to double digit wins. That's what I'll say. Because, double digit wins, yeah, for sure. Because I believe. Uh, I don't like I have, triplet. I have no I don't God, like what triplet put out there, man. I don't, you know that I I don't believe that what I There's think is going to affect the Saints' record. I just don't. I don't feel I'm not narcissistic, narcissistic enough to think that my feelings about how many games they're going to win are going to affect them. Yeah, I, I understand. Don't. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Give us no, a four, fourteen and two. Yeah. Fourteen and two. <laughs> but the eye test. I mean, the eye test kind of tells you that. Well, but I, I always it's just it's just it's just the parody of the league. I mean, yeah. I think. I'll say 
I don't like odd numbers, so I'll I'll say twelve. Twelve and four. I think we. I mean, I, 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 mean, I re, re, the, 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 the real yeah. the realist in me is thinking eleven five ten and six. Really? But with I, this team, just get the shit. I say thirteen. Yeah, yeah, the way it, the way it pans out. I, yeah. I, think, I think we're going to win the division either way. I'd say thirteen I think, and three. No, I just no, no, no. I just think no, no. It's not. It's just because last year Carolina and Atlanta were so good in the regular season. We had the, but I don't think they're either one of them is going to be that yeah, good either. this year. So I think ten might get us. I think we still might win twelve. Okay, I think it might be twelve. I got Tampa twice. I mean, I got twelve and four. Outside of our division, I'll, I'll go with that. Outside of our division, our hardest games. Again, you never know what you know. Every year, get surprised teams. Right. Yeah. But based on what we think we know about the league, at the Vikings, on a we owe them. We're gonna work the shit out of them because that's, that's yeah, that's a uh, Rams at home. Sean Payton's gonna take that personally. Eagles at home. So one of them we might lose. I don't um, think we can lose. We might lose one of them because I mean, you know. and those are our, those are our three hardest games. On paper, that might be our one. Uh, uh, Rams, if one, we got in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. If we right. lose, but we one, had, we at home against the Rams. I don't know yeah. if we're, I don't we're gonna think we're, take them. I don't know if we're gonna go eight and zero at home. So we'll we'll lose the one. We'll lose the Philly or the Rams, or or probably Atlanta, which will suck. We're, we're gonna lose to somebody at home. I the think. good thing is our, our Thursday night game is against Atlanta, but it that's a cr- but, we're, but we're at home. Look, look, look. We're crushing this. We're, show I, I just want to say this. I don't. I want to say this. The thing about the Rams, I, I, I said it to uh, I said it to Spencer, and I believe it to be true. Where right? the fuck is Spencer? You cannot, you cannot count on a quarterback like coming into their third year in the season in in, in their in their career. You know, especially, you can't, especially with a Jeff Fisher background. Well, it's, that makes it even worse, right? Exactly. Yeah, like you received your initial training from Jeff Fisher, <laughs> right. you're in trouble. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, he's gonna like, ruin your career forever. Like the, the, the NFL is just like replete with like these these guys that come in, they're media darlings for a minute. They they put up like spectacular numbers for one year. I'm looking at uh, Mark Sanchez. I'm looking mm. at some other examples out there. You know, Great example. even if you really like reach back into the playbook of of uh, of NFL history, you could say. Mark Rippon was one of those people. Doug Williams was kind of one of those people. Jeff Blake. Uh, Jeff Blake was one of those people. You know what I mean? Like they come and they go, and you look at them and you're like, you're like, it's great. But then what happens is the league catches up with you. They learn That's what right. your tendencies are. They learn how to get to you. They learn that you drop back and you move to the right a That's little right. bit, and they stack the it's, other it's, side it's, of the line. It's like Russell Wilson. He's fell to the pack. He's still great because he's still That's, a great player. Yeah, yeah. That's but, right. But his That's not, right. He, his impact not, is not is, not as much. The yeah. year when him and Kaepernick, that that year when there was yeah. like when the the read option was a thing for the, yeah for nobody could stop eating one of those right. dudes. It yeah. was like what's right. like and then then they got they caught, they, they, they caught yeah. up with it right, yeah, which is exactly. why Teddy Bridgewater got drafted in the first place, right? Because of those. See, it's all right. It's all linked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and it goes down the line. But but I'll just say that like I think that's the wild card with the Rams is that. Like the idea that like this team was just magically put together because they moved the team back to LA and the, and the the home office is all for the LA Rams. Defense is sick. Wanna, the defense they, is sick. No, they're sick. I'm not totally I'm, sick. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything about that. You know, but it's like they have one feature back and they got a and they got a quarterback. And I think I don't the know number the one receiver is Robert Woods, which no, that's, that's, that's not, not a, good. That's, that's not, not good. good. That's not, not good. good. It's not good. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. and so you got a quarterback, and I, and I wonder like how is their no the running back is phenomenal. Now Todd Gurley's fucking phenomenal. No, he's great, but how but is I mean, their offense? Yeah, he's great, but but whatever you know. I mean, yeah. if, if they're playing against us, and like the maximum amount that we allow them is uh, seventeen points or twenty or whatever, even if Todd Gurley has like a great game, how much can a running back carry the well, team? Well, one, we can stack the box because we have corners that are incredible. One, that's one. right, that's right. And two, they yeah. don't have any receivers that threaten us. Yeah, and so we. 
Yeah, we'll just no, that, that's like, what I mean. Like, Ty Gurley's gonna have that's to do this. That's what I mean. So you want which he can. He's 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 skilled enough. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But that's, that's but they. The, uh, so you want to win the game? We, you we're, can, we're, the options are few and far between right. when they play us. Yeah, they yeah. got them that because I see that as go, a very tight they, game. You know, yeah, because you and yeah. I think we can edge them because you know you go third and you know you're third and twelve, third and eight, and you're gonna really throw it. You gonna really throw it Lattimore's way? And that's what no, wait on a third and eight. Yeah. You gonna you gonna trust Robert Woods against Mar- Marshawn Lattimore? No, that's really you, that's when you get back to the fact that we're not gonna, gonna happen. Gonna like I'm saying, like there's no but way we're gonna have a lockdown. There's no way you gonna trust your receiver. That's there's no right. way you gonna trust your receiver in that situation. There's no way, because guess what? The ball's getting picked off, or you gonna get your receiver killed? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Either I'm, way, gonna, I'm like, gonna tell you something. You're not gonna get the first man. down. That's right. Like, All everybody who went up against Teron Armstead and Warford. It's like quietly maybe the best offensive lineman we have. Right. Warford's a monster. Right. And Ramcheck has shot fucking Ramcheck is Ram- ridiculous. Ramcheck has shot fucking shit all over this league where every defender is like this motherfucker is impossible to get by. Yep. So we we in a way are undervaluing this offensive line that we have. Both these lines. Guys, these guys both lines. fear in in defense, right. man. Like this is a good Offensive. No, no. So but that's and, your offensive line, and then you got Kamara in the backfield. And that's what's crazy, man. No, no, no. Again, it's so like this, right. that's the line you're looking at. Right. That's right. And then coming behind him is Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara. The next. The <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the good next, luck with that. Totally, good luck man. figuring that shit out. That's the thing, man. The yeah. Na- the narrative in the NFL the last five six years. Like you said, greatest show on turf is it's on that level. Right. Because Kamara, if he's not on Marshall Falk level, I don't know who he is. That's the he's the, he's the, he's Marshall Falk in prototype and production. Like, totally. And the, the, the number of touchdowns, the number of touches, catches, the whole thing, right? Is he not? Is he not Marshall Falk? Well, in the way, yeah, no, 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 he's he more is. like Gale but, but, but he's but no, but you know. he's he's Marshall Falk, like you said, mixed in with some get Barry. He's Marshall Falk, but with the Barry Barry Sanders aspect too. Right, that's right. Because the Marshall yeah. didn't have no, this. Have Marshall that. didn't have the juke shit. He exactly. had the speed and that's the right. hands. Exactly. But Kamara has the speed, the hands, he the does size. Like, he doesn't look like Barry. Sanders He's also sometimes. bigger than Marshall Falk. Yeah. And he also has that Barry shit where he can shift. Totally. That's insane, man. That's the thing with and the and he might have the man. best quarterback in the history of the fucking league. They, they say they the say great they say that championships are won on, on, in the trenches on the lines. Definitely, the, we've, we have one of the better offensive lines and defensive lines in the league, and we're that we've ever had. And, and we have yeah. probably the best overall skill position players that we've ever had. You know, if you if you look at every group, you know, and if you consider the secondary skill position, I mean, the only the only group yeah. that you can look at and have a question mark about. Is everybody on the wide receiver core other than Michael Thomas, and that's it? Uh, yeah, you know. I mean, even Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn is better than he was. But the thing is, a Ed, but, but 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 that's also awesome because <laughs> because they that means they all have something something to prove. Yeah, yeah. No, I. I it also gives Drew something to prove because just like Tom Brady's like, I win the Super Bowl with it. Like you could put four white guys named four four foot nine white guys. That's right. And fucking Gronk. Edelman. I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah. Wally right. and Yeah, like whoever, whoever the fuck. Yeah, give, give me four of them and Gronk. I'm good. Bill and so Gronk. The Bill, so so <laughs> Drew's like, all right, fuck it. I can do that too. Give me that's Mike right. Thomas totally. and for whoever the fuck and let's make it happen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. that's what I'm saying for Camara's like I said, yeah, for real. Camara's your second receiver either way, so it doesn't matter. That's right. So, and then yeah. once yeah. and once Ingram comes back, yeah, then the packages look it gets ridiculous. The package is already ridiculous, right? That's right. But then Ingram comes back, your package is triple with him. Well, in the past, we've you always... You what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The Saints like, have always had like twice the amount of formations in a given game yeah. on offense than that league average. I mean, that could go way up. 
I mean, that fucks with defenses, and, and too. And, dude, I'm sorry. The Fran- formation is changing again and again. And you're seeing yeah. formations from week to week oh, that you totally. haven't seen on tape yet. And also the same thing we have. Like, I keep hate to keep going back to the Patriots, but it's true. Like, Chris Hogan might have eight catches for 120 yards one game and right. get zero catches the next game. That's no, right. and that's the kind of... And they still win both games. That's but that's right. the thing. Like, so you, game plan you spend a whole shit. week watching film on this motherfucker who's not even going to catch a ball. That's right. Exactly. See what I'm saying? No. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's how we, we, we talked about <laughs> right. that, about, like, the Saints have never, ever in the entire history of Sean Payton had a wildcat formation because you know the kind of coach he is. He's like, we don't have somebody who has any of that ability. Right. So then, like, in the third game of the year or something like that, suddenly you get two or three wildcat formations because they're just like, we like the odds. And Kamara gets 14 playing. yards. You're like, and then, how did that happen? Or, 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 or like, Taysom Hill comes right. in. And then the defense is like, who the fuck is that guy? Who's number seven? They're like seven. They don't even know who that guy is. Right, (laughs) Right, exactly. And then, you know, boom, he's down the field. Let me me make a bold prediction. Somewhere around week eight through 11, when you're going to hear an announcer in the booth call up something, because let's say at this point we've run the Wildcat for a couple weeks in a row, or throughout the season or whatever. They're going to say, well, that year that Sean Payton was suspended and he coached peewee football, they ran a lot of Wildcat. You heard it here, folks. First, I, I got to pee. Can we that pause? I know that. Just, I know that. that. No, go ahead. We're, Joel and I will keep talking yeah, between yeah, us. That's going to happen. Whoa, whoa. Take your mic off. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be a narrative like in the playoffs. They're gonna no. Be, they're going to no. find some footage of him coaching that Pee Wee team. Uh, uh, they're going to run a single wing. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. what it's called. Well, no, that's what the team that beat him ran. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he took it on. But he, yeah, yeah. He, no, he, he, he called Bill Parcells, and he, he was like, "He's like, he was how, like, how do you coach?" And Parcells goes, uh, "Parcells, well, you're going to get beat. You're, you're, you're going to get the beaten. best thing you can do. Because yeah, yeah, you need to run the single wing. Exactly. That's what you need to do." He said, "You're not going to be able to right, stop right, it, right, John. right." But yeah. here's the best thing. you No, can that's do. what I'm saying. What the single wing is essentially the scat back in the NFL. Right. They always talk about it like when uh, when Tim Tebow came in the league, they talked about Tim Tebow could be a scat back, scat back. Nobody runs it. You know what I mean? Right. But now the Saints actually have a legitimate shot at yeah. running plays that are kind of sort of like that. And what happens with that is this. You can run it in a, in a way that everyone else is a lineman and there's only one back. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's what's crazy about it. About the single wing. Yeah, because yeah, nobody, nobody's going to expect it. Exactly. And then you run a single wing play. Right. And then people will go crazy, man. Like exactly. ESPN, everybody, they'll be like, Twitter what the fuck was that, that man? You know? Exactly. Right, exactly. Because it comes from like the earliest days of football. Right? Exactly. Before they even had a quarterback. You just like snapped it to the running back, and everybody stacked the line yep. and just ran. You know? And at certain levels, it's unstoppable. <laughs> at certain levels, it's unstoppable. It just is. Yeah, yeah, you can't stop it. That's right. Uh, so I, I think that you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of creativity and craziness uh, from the Saints this year, and I'm I'm really looking forward to the season. Like really more than maybe any other season that uh, may, I don't know since when. You know <laughs> that, that that 2011 season was like was one of the most amazing things ever. It was such a damn shame that, that they went out in the playoffs that year. You know they they. If if the defense was just a hair better that year, you know they probably could have. Uh, I mean, I do. The First, there's two. I mean, God, that game haunts me. There's two plays. There's that Alex Smith running down the fucking sideline, yeah. untouched. I'm like, and, and you know, well, Pierre, and then Vernon Thomas, when motherfucking it was it was uh, Malcolm Jenkins and 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 Roman Harper ran into each other. Right. Yeah. Three feet in front of Vernon Thomas, who yeah, was yeah. catching the touchdown. Yeah. After Jimmy Graham scored the touchdown, that's right. Two minutes before that, we were all like, that's right, celebrating. Yeah. 
That's still, a tough, still, that was a tough like, one. That should have been a Super Bowl. It hurts me so much because that team was way better than the Super Bowl team. Too. Oh, yeah, they were. Totally. They were way like, better. <laughs> like, yeah. God, like, yeah, we were, I know was, we were way Sproles better. Sproles was uh, he was unbelievable. In, well, last year we would have beat Philadelphia. One of, one of the greatest. I, I, I truly believe that. Well, yeah, that's, but that. That was the single greatest, actually, offensive performance of any player ever in the history of the NFL. The most yards from scrimmage ever. Ever. Wait, which one? Darren Sproles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yards from scrimmage ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Other including than Falk, including. Right. right. Yeah, that was Gail Sarah's, including. That was a sick season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darren Sproles. Yeah, it, it, well, it was the greatest offense that ever took a field that's in the regular right. season. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, I know. This I know, one, missed this opportunities one, This there, one could man. beat it, man. Since yeah, not letting I people know. play defense. And then it was Jim Harbaugh. Like, how much does he suck? Oh, He's, my God. Like, did you see him yesterday? Michigan, uh, like, Jim Harbaugh's not even that good of a co- Like, it's pissy. Like, it, it's not like we lost to Bill Walsh or fucking, right. you know, Bill Bell. It was like. That's right. How he lost. Music? We sent Jim Harbaugh to the Super Bowl against his brother. He yeah, couldn't beat his little brother, a, and he couldn't even beat him. It does show the importance. He of, couldn't even beat his little brother in the Super Bowl. The home, he still got fucking whooped. The dome field advantage, man. We need. I'm, I'm a kind of conspiratorial about that. I think Greg Williams sandbagged that play, you know, because he was on his way out the door. Because that oh, whole, yeah, that's right. That whole thing was this. about to explode, and uh, and he was like, "I got to end it, man. I got to get out." Some kind of way, and he's like, he's like, pull everybody up and let the tight end go down the field, man. We're yeah, it was it, looking at it, it felt at, like at that. The time, not just their the tight end, Vernon like, Davis, who's like a freaking nature right. tight end, who's like the fastest, strongest tight end ever. Like, yeah. like, what are you talking? Like, you can't I mean, let that dude get past you. I was watching the watching the game at Wheeler's, and there's like half the people are average fans, but everyone in the single room in the room at the time was like, what the fuck is that? We were there's watching no it reason at, for that to happen. I was watching a game at One Eyed Jacks. I remember. Yeah. Um, was Jacques Dufour, Rene Dufour's brother. <laughs> they had all these, like, they were doing these um, fucking coasting chants. Uh, uh, uh. But Marcus Coles, I'm trying to remember it because it was like it was one of these like because they are annoying and shit. I was like, Yo, shut the fuck up! Like, trying to hit the big screen, you know. I'm like, so I'm getting, you know, when when. When Jimmy Graham scores, like you can hear, like you can hear the whole French quarter explode. Like it's right. like this is like, oh, and yeah, like every yeah. like, oh, people just hitting the walls and like yeah, yeah, running yeah. out the building. It's like, oh, we're back to fucking shit. Everybody's like going fucking crazy. And then like, Forty Nineers get the ball back. They're just driving, driving, driving. It's like, say, bro, we gotta, yo, they, we gotta stop. We gotta, they kick a field goal. Everybody's like, Argh. and then suddenly game over. God, it was the worst. I mean, like, the Minnesota thing was like, it was so shocking. There was, it was just like, I was like, I like. Almost like immediate, like forty seconds after it happened, I was like, "We had a good year." That's the that's the yeah. Like that's you felt like, you felt because it was like, so freaky. It was like this. That, I was you like, felt like last year's team overachieved. Yeah, so I was like, I was, I was like, yeah, I was like, so, so the people were like, Minnesota hurt worse than San Fran. I'm like, no, it didn't. It didn't though. Well, people forget Even that like, we, the play was more ridiculous. The fact that we had to convert a fourth and thirteenth. Yeah. You the know, play, like the play, before, like before the play right, right. as it happened yeah. was more ridiculous yeah. because right. of because of because of Williams whiffing or whatever, but. But the pain was nowhere close to the San Fran pain. Yeah. I'm telling you, because like you said, we yeah, weren't yeah. like at that point it, we were just playing with house we were money. So good. That's right. We were yeah, so it was good. like the Saints ain't supposed to be this. We right. ain't supposed to go to the championship yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't even matter. But and it hurt. But I'm telling you, like it, it was like it wasn't even a full minute where I was like, you know what? Good season. We'll get him next year. We had a good season. We're gonna be. Better. I want to talk about it. We had a good season. That's how I just felt felt about it. Sure. But San Fran was like, I don't want to talk about it. Like I can't talk about it for like right. a couple yeah. of years. Like. <laughs> Like still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's over seven years later. Yeah, it's too painful. Alex to Smith running speak. down the fucking sideline is still the work. I'm like, <laughs> how does this motherfucker ain't Randall Cunningham? How y'all let him? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, what else we got? 
Uh, so we wanted to talk a little bit about. Are we gonna? Are we gonna, are we gonna go to? We want to do a part two, or we're just gonna make this? No, we're just gonna make it all. We're one, a long part one. one. Okay, yeah, cool. long one. Because let's move uh, on. Let's talk about Jeff. The LSU game is on tonight at six thirty on national television. I'm gonna watch it. It's playing, see, they're playing against Miami. The thing about LSU, um, this can be. <laughs> I don't know if we want to get into that. I mean, we all love Coach O for the obvious reasons. I mean, but I. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. And the, the prognosticators have no idea. Like some people have us in like the Outback Bowl. I'm like, oh, the Outback Bowl. It's like January first. We go to Florida. Like yeah, yeah. Another people have us in like. The like mighty key Toledo Bowl. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, like, so like, wait. <laughs> so, so like, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big. <laughs> yeah, like like yeah. regional company, <laughs> right? Like like the Michigan Lakes Insurance, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like wait wait. Like yeah. so. So, I, nobody, I think that so so even if, like the Vegas has no idea about right. LSU. No no. Like, the I, Vegas is like. They're putting them at twenty five. I think that's grossly. Yeah, they're like we. Don't, I think that's not right. I think that they should start idea, around. Like, 14, maybe, but 25 is like really low. If you look at some of the teams that are at them, I think I think our receiver against Miami. I think our I think our receiver core will be utter, underutilized, and none none of them have more than 50 catches, and then all of them will get drafted in the first round and become fucking plenty of yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's like Jarvis exactly. Landry count like four catches his senior year, at right. Fucking LSU, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's like. That happens with LSU receivers. Yeah, you're like, sure. who, who is this guy? Never have a quarter. You're like, who is this guy? Oh, he's a oh, he's Odell Beckham. He's just the best receiver ever. Really? How many passes did he catch at LSU? Like three and a half. Yeah, like four. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He has like one touchdown. I know. I know. Like I don't. Like, I don't have. Like, I don't have that much belief in the Coach. O. I don't understand Coach how o. They, they do that. I don't understand how they do that. Shit. Coach like, O just looks like a completely burnt out human being to me. You know, I mean, he just does. He doesn't look like a guy who's like engaged. And I know, and people are like, oh. the best coach. AD, so you you know Marty McGee, right? The, the country sportscaster dude. He's like, does oh, NASCAR. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does NASCAR. Yeah, you're right. So he's got the slick hair. Right. The, but, yeah, yeah, Marty, yeah, yeah. but smart as a motherfucker. He just got the yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah. So they had this, Marty, they had this podcast, him and this other dude from who's other country, Georgia dude. They have like a podcast right now. So, so like, they were asking all the SEC coaches cornbread or biscuits. That was just the question. <laughs> so they got the coach, oh, it's the best. Like, <laughs> like Coach O, cornbread or biscuits? Oh, shit. Uh, Coach O gave her a brilliant answer. He's like, I mean, if you think about it, the, the biscuit pretty common. A lot of people can make biscuits. Sometimes they drop, but still, the biscuit. He's like, but some good cornbread. <laughs> like, You're right, Coach O. He's the right. only coach said it right. Like, right. Yes. <laughs> But this is face when they asked him. It's like it's like somebody asking a pack of Pythagorean theorem. Like, like coach, right? This well, he's like, oh. And coach speaking should have been. <laughs> it's like breaking his mind, right? But, but, he, was, but he, he was basically saying the biscuit has the higher floor, yeah. But the uh, the cornbread has the higher ceiling, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, right. That's, that's, that's exactly right. what he was saying. Exactly. I mean, I'm just saying a biscuit. You might make a biscuit, but some good cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, we're we're gonna see in about fifteen minutes. Uh, but anyway, uh, before uh, we started, we were talking about an incident that happened uh, with an actor who was formerly known as the 
husband of the one the oldest of, daughter. He's of the, the oldest, oldest daughter, daughter yeah. on the Cosby show. On the Cosby show, yeah. it was on the Cosby. It was show. only no, yeah. the actual Cosby show. at the at the toward the end of the Cosby show, right? He, was in, he, he was in. He was in several in seasons. The, he, he was in, in several yeah, seasons, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, been there. Yeah. Um, I forget his full name. His first name is Jeffrey with a G, yeah, like mine. Um, um, so much, much sympathy for all Jeffreys with a G yeah. out out in the world. You know. Uh, well, anyway, recently, that like people, somebody, some lady, went to the Trader Joe's in Jersey. Like he lives in the hills of Jersey, like outside of New York, right? So she snaps a picture of him, the guy from the Cosby Show, and the internet goes off. They start clowning him, blah blah, blah having this guy's like. I was like, well, wait a second, hold up, hold up. Like, this guy's actually a brilliant and distinguished actor. He has, like, a great act. He's like... Jeffrey Owens. Jeffrey Owens. Jeffrey Owens. So all these right. great actors come out of his acting school. He's a Broadway actor. Of course, he was, you know, he... he if you look up his IMDb right now, he's been in, he's in four movies in 2018. So yeah. dude's working. It's not like he's some fucking... And he, and he mostly does theater. Right. He's a, he's a theater actor. That's of course, right. But he, right. he's an acting... Teacher, and he's an actor, so I'm sure he goes on to auditions like all of us do as right. an actor. That's right. And so he gets some gigs, he doesn't get right. some, whatever. Well, what people don't realize about that is that, especially if you were somebody that was on the Cosby show in the 80s, like, first of all, the check you was getting weekly for that is, is none of us can imagine what that check was, right? Right. And also, like, you getting top benefits, meaning, like, you, you, if you are top notch, full benefit SAG insurance, right? Now, SAG insurance is literally the greatest insurance in the world. Like, you cannot get right? any better insurance than that. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, I had it for a while because I was working on Tremay every week for a couple of years. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I got some real insurance. And then, Fucking right. then you don't. They're like, what'd you make this quarter? I'm like, nothing. They're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? So, first of all, Trader Joe's, it's a great employer. Like, all the people that work there are happy as shit, Right. They got benefits out the fucking wazoo. Like, he probably got a flexible schedule, like mm-hmm. we were talking about. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, fuck that. He's got to pay the bills. He ain't no fucking, he's not a goddamn leading man. He ain't no fucking star. I don't he's even a, know the background of the story. He's a regular day player. Some One of the actors from the Cosby show yeah. was bagging groceries at Trader Joe's. It wasn't it's, Jeffrey Owens. It was. Jeffrey, it was Jeffrey it Owens. Okay. Yeah. And somebody yeah. outed him. I like, somebody like, took a photo. Like, he's like, doing bad. And it's like, right. Right. he's not doing bad. He's a working actor. Like this is the that's reality right. of what what it is. Like that's right. This dude got to pay bills. Oh, no. Well, let me add another dimension to it that I just thought of. All right. Also, Bill Cosby. Like, how much does he have his residuals exactly. shriveled up? And like, bam. Think about that. Yeah. There you go. So that shit was on TV Land. What, fifteen years straight? That's yeah. Right. So you right. get them TV no Land way. checks every, every day, day for every week. Years. You know that's what right. kind of income that is? That's right. A lot. And then gone. And that then dude was in probably, He was probably at least thirty. 35 episodes of Cosby that's Show, right? And that's right. That's right. 35 episodes worth of residuals for yeah, 15 yeah. years, and then it Moral just... Worldwide syndication. And then it shit just fucking disappears? And then it's gone. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you want to know why somebody is taking a gig at Trader Joe's? And then also on Twitter... First of all, that's a good his, gig! Well, yeah, no, that's, that's a good gig. That's, that's a good gig. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not me. Like, shame or anything. Like, I don't have any... Pro- you know, yeah. of course. Like, uh, everybody, myself included, yourself, anybody that's done any kind of artistic endeavor has to take some kind of work on the side. So we all, against me. We all know Tony you know? Frederick, right? Tony, the local actor comedian. Mm. You know Tony Frederick? Yeah, yeah, of course. Right, of course. So, like, yeah. Tony, you know, Tony's been in 90... 90, he has 90 credits on his, his IMDb credit page is like five pages long. Yep. Movie, right. movie, movie, commercial, TV yep. show, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Tony, he, he has to go get regular jobs. He got four kids. He got to get regular jobs. He has right. to quit the jobs to go get some acting gig. They might only have for one day. 
Yep. That's right. You know what I mean? No. So I'm saying people don't understand that struggle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, me personally, like I'm on the cover off beat right now, right? Mm-hmm. Last night I'm Uber driving, right? I'm Ubering, right? Right. And I got offbeat magazines in the car with me because people ask, you know, they're like, what's going on? I'm like, here. Like, I just hand you a magazine right. with my face on it. Nobody, no, nothing. That's right. Like, just truth. I picked up two old ladies from a prime example, right? To take them, two rich uptown white ladies. I took them, I mean, to the French Quarter. I actually live in the French Quarter. But I picked them up a prime example. Last night. This is last right. night. September 1st. I'm lit- yeah. on the cover of the fucking magazine. Get in the car. And she was like, oh, my God. That was so exciting. It was Cuban music. I'm like, oh, LXA Marty, she's like, yeah, it's LXA and some tuba guy was there. I think his name was Steve. I'm like, yeah, tuba Steve. So I'm like, and then so the lady starts going off. Uh, we pass Manchu, like I'm on, because I'm going down Esplanade to yeah. the quarter. And then one lady starts telling the other lady, oh, you got to read this article about the chicken place in the offbeat, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, and, and, and oh, one of my favorite sax players, James Martin, he's on the cover. Like, which he, James serious? is on the cover with me. Like, I'm literally driving the lady. She's talking about James Martin in my yeah. back seat. And she was like, and the lady, another lady's like, and doesn't Michael Watson play with him? Like, oh, I love those guys. Blah, blah, blah. They're talking about all, like, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. People have no idea. And that's what the, what this life really is. They would have you know yeah, yeah, they, right. they, they don't. They don't. They don't. Possibly. And they other don't. people don't. like people get in the car like, "What's going on?" And I like hand them an off beat. Like, and it's ugly. It's no, ugly. no, no. There's people like literally handed a girl off beat. Like, here, this magazine will tell you what's going yeah, on. Yeah, right. And like you, you have the app, right? It says Derek is picking you up with a, that's like, right. I'm, like I'm like you just look right. But they yeah. would never connect those. Never. But I'm years. Of course not. But I'm just saying like exactly. People have no idea. They have no idea with the actual struggle. Yeah. People don't. Yeah fucking have a clue that's you know right. what i'm saying yeah like that shit that shit pissed me off a lot of people were coming to his rescue too jeffrey no i know God, i know people, but, right. but it was that's like right. yeah when i first saw that shit I and was good like, for them fuck you incline that man for bruh right because simultaneously as, yeah. as the residuals went down from the syndication deals because of what cosby did right the actual pay for actors and how they get paid is going down and his manager chimed in and she was like you don't understand anything she's like anytime i can get him and place him into something right i do right you know because because he's a great actor we all i know he's a top guy and uh, that we and, have and, uh, he, and he could he could have sold out he could have just done just done a reality show and just totally ruined his whole reputation and all his credibility for a check you know what i'm saying when it's like, why do that when I can just go work at Trader Joe's? Yeah, I mean, he's got three credits in uh, 2018. See what I'm saying? Much more yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's working his ass. Right, that's he's right. a fucking actor. Right. If it's you, not yet. There's actors that, that don't, if you go on IMDb, there's actors that have a full year and a half without a single credit that's right. on IMDb. Just because you have a run where, like, whatever your look is or whatever it is look, that you do, you go they're not up, looking for you. If you go look me up on IMDb, it looks like I'm rolling. It looks like I'm fucking crushing it. Right. Right. Check it out. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> nope. Yeah, so, yeah. It's like, I'm, I mean that that is just picture up in the Uber. That's the reality. <laughs> of, that's the reality of it, folks. Pay, pay, yeah. Folks, pay has gone down, and and the other thing is that guy lost a lot of residuals. I'm almost certain of it because of the whole Cosby thing. He probably there, like, there, he there, lost hundreds of thousands of dollars I'm, worth I'm, of residuals, I'm, not just I'm, some. Like I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> and another thing too is that there's just a general mythology about about uh, mailbox check. Living. That's right. Like there isn't really that that, like you have to be you have to have so many hits. Smokey Robinson be, lives out the mailbox. Yeah. That's who lives out the mailbox. The Eagles live out of they the mailbox. They live out the mailbox. Right, exactly. Leonard Skinner like, lives out the mailbox. You have to be Jerry the top. Yeah. You have to be the top. Jerry of the top Seinfeld, yeah. That's not to, ha- to like, live out of that, man. Like you only get 
income that augments your lifestyle. If you're if if you live out of the mailbox and you get some kind of residual, you're not getting big money out no. of that, man. It's just not how it works. You know, it's just not. And and people, yeah, are, that Jeffrey Owens character, like on uh, in that show, is like. Remember in Good Times when the football player got introduced? Yeah. And uh, got mar- was about to marry uh, Thelma. Thelma, yeah. And then he got his leg hurt. Keith. Because they, yeah, they were about to get Keith out of the ghetto. Keith was yeah. It was like, like every season they had to have a right. plot line to get out of the ghetto. Right. So he probably was on there for two years, man. That I mean, it's similar. To he's still getting checks for that. You think he, he is? He is. shit still just rolling and rolling. He is. Yeah, he is. yeah definitely. You think but he's living off of it? Barely. But look, he, look, I can he, tell he, you this. It's, it's, it's just... Supplemental income. He ain't, sure. no, he ain't surviving off of it, but he. But yeah, I, exactly. I, okay, I'll give but, you. But I mean, but but the Cosby Show. Jeffrey might have literally, literally been living off of that. Dog. That's right. For a while, right. he probably uh, no, for at he least, pro- he, yeah, for at least all the nineties. Right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. probably half the two thousands, he was living off that. That's right. But that Easy. doesn't mean that he stopped working. No, either, of course he did. What are you doing? Look at exactly. this. He's been working right. his ass off the whole right, time. Right, right. And so, I mean, lay off of that. So I'll give you another example that I read a couple of years ago. That like, you remember Buford Jordan to play for the Saints, running back. Buford Jordan started off in the USFL. When the USFL tanked, they took all the remaining money and they rolled it into a trust. Anybody that had a contract that was outstanding, they renegotiated the contract and they stretched it out over 30 years. That means that guy's still getting money from the yeah. USFL. It might be finally done, right. right? But he was getting like $1,800 a month or something. Sure. For You know what I mean? It's not bad. So it's not that's bad. Your, that's rent. But, right. but at the same time, that's, it's that's just rent, like, utilities. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's supplementary income. So you know it's not, I mean? you can't like, really live off of that. But yes, that's right. Yeah, but you're going to take But you're expecting that. Right, right. Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Because he made this great deal no, even in on the US Even a smaller scale. Like when, when Kermit quit playing at Vaughn's, I noticed a hit. Like right. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, man, I'm struggling all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, because I'm not making six, seven hundred dollars every Thursday like clockwork. That's yeah, right. right. Yeah. That was that's like big. an automatic. That's big. That's huge. Yeah. 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 That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. To regular people, that's, that's a right. lot of money. A lot but of a money. Cosby check? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. You know how much that is compared to what it is now? Right. It's like, bro, don't eat. Yeah. Please. Like. I know. I know. That shit, that, the I know. I know. No idea. There's a lot of things that happen on, then, on the then, internet and, and, that and are fair, friends, and, then, and that's and the funny, that was just totally and the unfair. The thing about all that shit is that you could do all kind of shit. You know, like I'm TV shows, movies, whatever, voice acting, all the shit, music, supervising, right. music, yeah, license, all the things. You no know motherfuckers recognize me from Juan Lafonte. Well, the girls are like, Juan LaFonta! Right. Thanks, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus. Time code Nola. What do you got to play? Exactly. Time code Nola. <laughs> Derek, what you got coming up to plug? I, I saw something about a DJ gig. What else you got? You want to tell us about that and anything else? Oh uh, yeah, up? well, uh, yeah, just, um, Starlight Lounge. Um, the lady that runs it, she's cool, and then you know they have been hiring me to like do like little trio and quartet gigs, but they're not. She's like, we don't, we can't afford to pay that. You know, it's right. a small bar in a quarter. Sure, but we love, we love your energy. Like, we're just like. Or some kind of way we just get you here twice yeah. a month. I'm like, sure, I'll just DJ, just hang out. Nice. Give me so, 100, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just like bring my friends. So it's fine. It's like, but I'm not really a DJ. So this one is like, you know, I'm just hitting play. Like, don't don't hype it up too much. Like, there's no. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, come, so I'm going to hang out. Right. What, and, September uh, 14th. 14th and then 28th. And then also October 20th. The Lowering Theory players are doing another show. We're doing a, it's called From Hurt to Twerk. It's like a history. I saw that. Yeah, nice. nice. Where is that happening? Tips. Tips again. Cool. No, we done a, low, we done a tribe. 
and Tribe was successful. We, we sold out tips. We oversold out tips with the Outcast, which was awesome. And then uh, we did the the Chronic for twenty. You know. Yeah, yeah. So now we're just doing like a kind of review of all of them. Because nice. I'm kind of trying to figure out. I don't know where to go down that avenue. I kind of want to. I think I need to take that band. I think I can make. I think I can achieve the most with that band on the road, even more than Soul Brass Band. I could do that. Ironically, that makes sense to me. But uh, you know, it's ten people, so it's like. Right. Yeah. What the fuck did we make that happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah. But, you, but you can get it. Like, you combine. Yeah, just start thinking about tribe. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, outcast, right, say right, tribe. You're gonna the whole. That's what I'm saying. People's that's, interest. Right. Of course. So whatever. Yeah. That's where we're. I'm thinking about because it was gonna be a throwaway band. Like we at first we just did for Halloween. Like let's do a tribe record. Yeah, and yeah. Start doing a couple. Then then tribe came back out. It's like we can't really have a cover band. They come back out. But then like their tour failed. It's like we do another one. It was like it's just it's like just like Soul. It's like one. Yeah. It's just a band that turned. I didn't really mean for this to be a band. It's like okay. You know, it's like I can't sell out tips with my brass man. Right, right. So it's like, yeah, I'm a Yeah. Yeah, go with the thing that's right, more like, lucrative. Right. You know? Yeah, for folks who don't know, what what's your latest uh, residency was sold like in town? Do you guys do Oh uh, we're doing Mondays at DBA. Monday at DBA, this yeah. September. And then cool. uh we got a, a random blue Nile in there somewhere in a random yeah. maple leaf. But that's about Sweet. it. Yeah. It's the same shit. Yeah. Halloween we're trying to Wait, we might wait to announce. We might do a big thing, but I don't know yet. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Whatever. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Egg Yolk Jubilee, we've got a bunch of gigs coming up in September, so we'll be back out there. Just look it up. Cool. And um, what else, man? Joel, you got anything, man? JDV Booking? JDVBooking.com. Yeah, check it out. Okay, folks. Uh, Derek, thanks for coming on the show again, man. <laughs> Derek, Derek Freeman. Derek Smoker Freeman, Freeman from Soul Brass Band, <laughs> Low End Theory Players. And uh, go get a copy of uh, Offbeat Magazine this uh, month, and you'll see Derek on the cover. Yeah, you're right, man. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, or maybe I'll pick you up in my maybe Uber. Maybe we'll pick you up in, in Uber. <laughs> right, exactly. It's <laughs> the best way to get your offer. Oh, no, no. One thing I want to plug, though. Okay. Sir, no, um, uh, uh, the Funeral Band is a movie yeah. I produced, and I'm also in it. Me and Nick, Nick Pino wrote the movie. Huh, okay. Nick wrote it and directed it. Oh, great. Here, yeah. yeah, The Funeral Band. Uh, we got in the New Orleans Film Festival. Nice. After like seven years of trying to get in, so thank you for that. Right. And um, we're doing a big fundraiser for the movie on September 15th at Second Line Studios. So if anybody want to donate or come by or whatever. And is there a particular website to find out the information on that? I think there's a funeral band, the funeral band. Cool. Maybe band. there's a page anyway, at least on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, and um, I think it's the funeral banda.com with it. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah, we're working on that. So that's. I've uh, moved into a different category. Speaking of IMDb, I'm sure it's not on my page yet, but like this time, my first producer credit, like IMDb, like called me and like had to go to like all the, answer all these questions. They're like, "You're a producer now." I'm like, "Right." It's like, oh, wait. <laughs> <You're> "Right." <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool to be, uh, you know. Dope. All right, good. <laughs> new credits, good. but yeah. So we Sweet. were that proud of the movie. Kurt Joseph was a consultant. We did this <laughs> nine minutes short. You know, nice. we're trying. You know, we're now we're trying to do the. You know, South by Southwest, Sundance, all the, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, the film right. festival and, circuit. Yeah, that's exactly. fun. Congratulations. Cool. Cool. Yeah, congratulations Thanks. on that for sure. Okay, folks, uh, it's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. We'll catch up with you guys next time. And uh, we're just doing one episode this week, so that's going to be it. Who that baby? Right. Peace.